1: This truck is all about grit, strength, and
0: dependability. The same attributes it takes to be a tight end. This is a Web Canopy Studio production. Welcome everybody to Dropping the Gloves with John Scott and Tim Wurzberger. Tim, you're back. You got a fresh haircut. Oh my goodness. How are you I f- did. I'm good, John. How's uh, How's your Friday going? You just woke up, right? Well, wow, let's not get ahead of ourselves. i already made some breakfast and settled some kids down and done a lot of work. It's a 7.20 in the morning here on a Friday on the East Coast. Looks like we're going to have a nice day, everybody. Uh, 75 and a little sunny with hints of clouds. I feel like... a. Feel like a newscaster over here. But, uh, no, we're doing good. It's an early morning. You should be happy. You love these early morning episodes. You got your cup of tea. So let's do it. Big news. We have a Stanley Cup final. Another overtime thriller. This yep. Going to the Tampa Bay Lightning. Did you catch any of the games, Tim? What was your thoughts?
1: I did. I didn't watch the overtime. I went to bed. But I was watching some of the – maybe the second and third periods. Um – the teams looked pretty evenly matched. Like, the, the, the Islanders had their moments where they were carrying the play and, and really putting shots on that. Um, but the Lightning did look like the better team, and Varlamov was standing on his head. He had some big, big saves through traffic, uh, putting out rebounds, all that stuff. He did really, really well. The Islanders are going to be happy. And, and overall, the Islanders have to feel like they they exceeded expectations. They played their very best. They, they got, uh, I would say, you know, knocked out by the better team. They had nothing to hang their heads about, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I think it was honestly, it's funny how this series went. It was a case of one team outplaying the other team overall in six games. I think Tampa Bay was the better team yep. overall in the six games, but they just figured out a way to how to score. Whereas in the other conference, Dallas and Tampa, Dallas and Vegas, Vegas was the better team overall in the five-game series, but they couldn't figure out how to score. So the Lightning got the timely goals. They got the overtime goal here to to kind of finish it off. And away we go to the finals because I think in every game, Tampa Bay almost outshot them 2-1. to Like last night, they threw almost 50 pucks at Varlamov that hit the net. Like they had 48 shots, 46 saves, and the Islanders could only muster up 27 shots. So when it's that big of a difference, like the the ice is tilted. So the better team won in this series, I don't know if we can say about the other conference. Dallas won, but were they the better team? I don't know. I yeah. don't know. But we're moving on to the Stanley Cup Finals. So it's time for a little cup preview. We'll do our picks. We'll do our keys to the series. We'll break down some stats. We'll do an in-depth analysis of every single player, even the ones <laughs> not playing. because yes. you, you got to remember they have 31 players there. So we're gonna pull some AHL kids out of the out of the trash bin, dust them off, and do an analysis on them. Just in case. You never know. You never know. I want to be prepared. When it's his time to shine, the water boy gets to tap on the shoulder and you gotta be ready to go. But anyways, Tim, throw some stats at us. So, well, first of all, who is your should we should we let the cat out of the bag? Who's your pick? Or should we wait to save us? Let's, let's save enough? it. Let's let's dig in a little bit first. Okay, what are the keys? for the Tampa Bay Lightning?
1: I, the, the, I'm i going to say the defense is going to be important. Uh, just because the Dallas Stars were scoring goals here and there, they they kind of go on – they're streaky, right? But when they're scoring, they're scoring big and in big numbers. So I think that the key for them is going to shut down the Bens, the Radulovs, the Sagans, the, the, the Pavelskis. I think they're kind of a top-heavy team. They got some support in those second, third lines with – Gurianov and uh, and Hintz, really good scorer, uh, Faxa. But I think overall defense, shutting down their
0: top guys is going to be big for them. What do you think? I think the key is to not getting frustrated because you're, you're playing a similar type team in the Dallas Stars that you just faced the New York Islanders. And for a team like the Tampa Bay Lightning, who likes those high-scoring games, who likes to use their speed and their talent the two teams that they face back-to-back series, they like to just limit that. They like to clog up the neutral zone. They like to make it hard for 200 feet. And it's hard not to get frustrated. You saw at times the the Las Vegas Golden Knights and even the Colorado Avalanche just get frustrated. After a shift, their heads, was, they, their heads would hang. They'd be shaking their head. They would just be frustrated because they couldn't get anything going. They're used to the tic-tac-toes, the the chip-and-chase. The give and goes, the, you know, ripping down the boards and just flying up and down the ice and the Dallas stars, they do a really good job of taking that away. They have a really good back end and their centermen are responsible. So I just think that the biggest key to the Tampa Bay lightning is to not lose your patience just to stay calm. You will get your chances. Dallas is not a perfect team. No team is perfect. You just need to be patient. Your chances are going to come, and when they come, you'll, every game, you'll get two to four grade A chances. That's what Dallas kind of averages. They average two to five grade A chances against per game. When you get those chances versus the Dallas Stars, you have to bury. You must. So it's going to be up to the Kucherovs, the points, the Pilots, those guys, because they'll get their chances whether it's on the power play or a rare defensive lapse, and they get a two-on-one from the Dallas Stars. You need to bury the Lightning. Didn't do that. You watch time and time again in the highlights versus the Lightning. Guys would have a clear look, uh, a breakaway. They just fire it right into the chest, and you can't, you can't do that. Especially in the finals, it, it it's imperative that they bury their chances for the Tampa Bay Lightning because. They just don't come. They, they don't grow on trees when you play the Dallas Stars. They're that tight defensively. So I think that's the key for them is to when you get your chances, you got to bury them. And, and that goes without saying, but I think you have to say it because the Vegas Gold Knights didn't do that. They threw 50 shots on Hudobin, and they didn't score anything. They scored one or two. You know, they averaged, I think, one goal a game that series. It's just not going to cut it. So that's my, that's my keys for the Lightning. Be patient. And really, 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 you have to score when you get your chances. Anyways, what's your keys? Well, go ahead, Tim.
1: Well, I want to dig in uh, to the numbers a little bit as well. (gasps) Um, Dig
0: in, baby. Get that shovel. Come on,
1: Tim. For for me, the key for Dallas is their power play. So I'm looking at
0: the numbers here. I was just going to say that, and you told me to hold on. We're going to dig into the numbers, and you switch right to Dallas.
1: Yeah, but here I'm telling you why. So right now – the, the power play percentage in the playoffs so far for the Tampa Bay Lightning is 17.9%. Above average, not elite, but, but really, really good. Dallas Stars is 27.3. They're 10% better, the best in the league, incredible power play. So that has to be part of their game. They have to be able to finish on the power play. They're going to get their chances. The Lightning have given their their opponents power plays all day long. Um, that's going to be the key to the game. The penalty kill is pretty much identical, 83.3, 83.6. but the total wash. The power play for sure is Dallas's key to winning this series.
0: Yeah, and they have some power play specialists. It's like Corey, Corey Perry is a good player. He, he is, I don't want to say almost invisible at five-on-five, five, but he's not very effective as he once was as a younger buck like 15 years ago, right from still <laughs> yeah. guy. But you watch him on the power play – he is so smart with the puck and how he passes and how he just does these little dink and doinks. If a guy's pressuring him, he doesn't panic and rip it around the boards or just eat it like most guys do. He'll take it and he'll pop it to the middle. He'll take it he'll pop it up the boards. He'll feel the pressure and roll off of it. He is still so good with the puck. And they have three or four or five guys like that on the power play, especially in the playoffs, because the kill is just that much more intense and that much more on top of you where your, your time is limited and your space is limited. So you need to make these plays in a second. You don't have time like you would maybe in the regular season where guys aren't going as hard. So I think to have that kind of just patience and calm with the puck, he has it. Jamie Ben has it. Joe Pavelski has it. You just watch them. It's really like, I just shake my head. I'm like, that is really, really, really hard to do. And I don't know if the the regular fan realizes how hard that is when you have a guy coming at you, a guy coming down on you. It's going to be the Stanley Cup finals, and you have the wherewithal to just kind of go, and the confidence to go between your legs out to the point. You know, it, it's just stuff like that. You just shake your head like, man, these guys are really good. Like, really, really good. So I think Dallas has that. They have that veteran kind of swagger. They've done that. They've been there before. And and hopefully Tampa, they have it too. but. Obviously not as much. Maybe, they, maybe they're missing something on the power play that they, that they need. Maybe there's a guy who's just a power play assassin who could come back and help them. Tim, you're an NHL insider. You've been living in the bubble for the last seven weeks. I really miss my family. What are, what's the update on Steven Stamkos, the captain of the Tampa Bay Lightning, number 91, Top five goal scorers from the last decade. He's been skating. He's been spotted with the team. Is there any update on Steven Samkos you'd like to share, or you just want to sit there with your fresh haircut and speed <laughs> by on your looks?
1: Well, there's nothing concrete yet, and there and there wouldn't be, right? They're not going to disclose how far along he is or whether he's going to play. Right now it's still uh, it's still hush-hush. He did join his teammates in a celebration on the ice last night, not on skates, but in his jersey in, in a pair of jeans. Um, so I think he, obviously he wants to go, it must be tough being in the bubble this long, not playing when you're getting closer and closer. Um, and maybe they felt like they, if there was a game seven, I wonder if he would have went last, uh, you know, tomorrow night. Um, but my, my, I'm more interested in whether or not he should play. Right. Yeah. That's a good point. Because if, if they come this far without him and really they beat the Islanders in six games, they haven't really they've been the best team in the tournament maybe so far. So if to bring a guy back, like, yeah, of course he's talented. He's their captain. He's their leader. He's, he's one of the best players in the league. On the other hand, this could just totally destroy the chemistry. This could totally mess jumble all the lines. They have a really thing, a good thing going. And if the, the, <laughs> the lightning make it to the Stanley cup finals without Steven Stamkos and then bring him in and they lose, that is going to be the narrative for the entire offseason into next year. Everyone's going to be talking about it. Everyone's going to be saying, what if he didn't play? What if they're better off without him? And if you ask any of the players, I'm sure they'll say no, but it's it almost seems like it's going to be
0: queuing up to happen if he comes back now, right? There, it's it's literally a no-win, even if you win the Stanley Cup. It is a no-win situation for Steven Samkos. Why? Why even if you win? Well, because they're expected to win even without him. So he's going to come back. And if he does and they win, they're like, well, good. They were were already in the finals without you. They've gone further than you've ever gone in your career and you weren't even there. And if he does come back and they just lay an egg and then it's just going to be on your head. And then if he does not come back and they win the Stanley Cup, they say, well, we don't need you. So there's nev- there's not one scenario that he comes out smiling like roses. I guess if he comes back and just buries goals and scores overtime winners, that's the only scenario where he just really comes back and looks good. Because right now, it's just it's mind-boggling that they literally have arguably one of the top five players in the league just not playing and they're still this dominant. Like, they, they played so well that you've forgotten that Steven Samkos is even a part of this team. So... Before the bubble started, they put out a release saying he won't be available until at least the Eastern Conference Finals. The Eastern Conference Finals started, and they said he's, he's not available, but they didn't say he's done for the rest of the playoffs. So I think he'll get in. I think you slot him into the lineup somewhere, but what, what do you do? You're not going to break up that fourth line who's been so effective for you. You're not going to break up that first and second line who's been so effective for you. I just don't see where he slots in into the lineup like do you mess with this chemistry like you said it's just a very as a coach I would hate to have this problem as okay. strange as it as it is your team is on such a good role you have such a good chemistry in that room when your lines are clicking like they've been rolling out the same four lines for the whole playoffs they haven't really jumbled the lines at all so I don't know It it, it would be very concerning like I don't know, plot, point, Kucherov, like who are you going to, the, the Coleman, Gaudreau line, Gord line is all set. It, it's just, Cooper must just be hoping he comes down with COVID and just like, <laughs> <laughs> so he doesn't have to, it's, just a, it's a distraction. It's a distraction. When, if he says, yes, I'm playing, everything's going to shift towards what he's doing and how he affects the game. I don't think it's a good thing. I really don't. If Cooper has any power, I think he just says, tells the doctor like he's not ready. Gives him a little nudge.
1: Don't play what, what about a scenario where they're, they're down 2-0 in the series and Stamkos is ready to go? Then you start thinking about bringing him back in?
0: Well, that's a different scenario than this. You have to. You're, you're obviously trying to win the series. You've got to do whatever you can. But at this point, I don't, I don't think he, he sees game one. Even if he is healthy, I don't think he sees game one. I waits. Yeah. I, I think that's the the smart play, not just for Steven, but for the team and for the coach. I just think it's too it's he's a huge distraction. You don't know, he's never played in a game in how long? Months and months and months, gosh, probably a calendar year. You know? So it, it's just it is funny though. Ugh! if they do win and he doesn't play a game, oh man. Does he go to the bar in Toronto and be like, What's up? Holding up the ring, or does or- he just walk in?
1: Or does he go to uh, Seattle? Is he is he is he left exposed to the, the
0: expansion? Well not expose him. He's the def- uh, is he the face of the franchise? <laughs> is he the Vinny Cavalier of Tampa Bay again where they just like want to get rid of him? You know? I don't know. The question has to be about. asked. Uh, let me call him right now. Do you think he's awake? I'll wait till later. Yeah, he's in Edmonton. He's sleeping. He's in Edmonton. All right.
1: So another, another crazy stat that I'm looking at here is I'm looking at the goals for and against in the, uh, in the tournament so far. Lightning, 311 goals for per game, 221 goals against per game. So almost a, a full goal uh, better differential uh, for than against. The Stars, interestingly enough, 2.95 goals for per game. So a little bit behind that. Uh, uh, Tampa's 3.11 but the stars 3.05 goals against per, per game their goals for is lower than their goals
0: against in this tournament and you know uh, you, why yeah go ahead they got shelled in two games where they gave up 7 and they gave up 6 so if, if you throw out those outliers their goals against drops to like 1.9 so they just got absolutely bombed by vegas and bombed by colorado in a couple of games so that, that explains that. Like, I, I wouldn't just look at that and be like, oh, Tampa Bay is a better defensive team. I think that would be a, a foolish thing to think. But anyways, go ahead.
1: Well, I'm also thinking about some of the quotes that we've seen come out of uh, the Dallas side. Because right now they have knocked out arguably the two favorite teams going into this with the Avalanche and the Golden Knights. And, and they're very quietly humble, very unassuming, very... Uh, cautious and everything they say. Pavelski, you saw that last week in the interview, where, like, you're asking him straight up, like, hey, are you guys going to win this whole thing? And he's just like, oh, I don't know. Like, we have a good team. We're playing hard. Like, he's not saying anything. Not that he would, but Jamie Ben's saying something similar now. Like, he was quoted last night going into uh, after the Lightning won. He's kind of like, yeah, like, we're playing really well right now. They have a good team. We're looking forward to it. Very cautiously optimistic. Not willing to make any kind of remarks at all. And I wonder – if they're, if that's the approach, that that's the reason they've been able to pull these series off, right? No one's taking them as seriously as, as they are, right? Uh, they're playing the better teams. They're playing the, the teams that are supposed to win these series uh, each time. They're knocking them off, and they're doing it. Kind of, I mean, they kind of become a darlings of the league right now. If I'm a, if I'm a a uh, you know an unbiased fan watching this tournament, my team's already out. You gotta think I'm rooting for Dallas, right? They're the underdog. They're having more fun out there. They're they're kind of they got a lot of charm on their team. Dallas seems like that's that's the team I'm rooting for, objectively. Although I would like to see I mean, I, I like when the best teams win. And I like I was really happy for Ovechkin in the Capitals. Like that's a that's a group I wanted to see win the Stanley Cup. And I feel like the Lightning are like the next team, the next group that has not won a Stanley Cup. Uh, with the headmans, Kucherov, Stanko's, like I think it's good for hockey and good for them if these guys pull it off. So I I don't know. I'm split. I I, I can't decide.
0: Even though sports had a break, your business did not. You have to keep moving. And that makes hiring more important than ever. Indeed is here to help. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world world in the world because indeed gets you the best people fast unlike other sites indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring you only pay for what you need you can pause your account at any time and there are no long-term contracts plus indeed provides powerful tools to make your search that much easier like sponsored jobs which are shown to be three and a half times more likely to result in a hiring 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to get you the important hire you need, just like they have for over 3 million businesses. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it and they'll see it best. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere, you guys. So go to right now to indeed.com/slash bluewire. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid through September 30th. Brrr, the wait is over. Football is back. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. Head to Bet Online today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Don't forget to use promo code BlueWire at betonline.ag. That's BlueWire, baby, all one word. Bet Online, your online sport book experts. The gloves, the gloves, the gloves, John I, I do think that Dallas is playing it smart because the, the chip on their shoulder must be just enormous due to the lack of respect that they've been getting. And I don't know if it's a lack of respect. I, I think it's rightfully so that they've been the underdog in every single series they, they've been in. Because who did they take out the first round? I can't even remember. But yeah, when you're matched up against Colorado and Vegas, you you have no business winning those series. Like you really don't. They they've been on a remarkable, remarkable run through these playoffs. And if they can knock off the Tampa Bay Lightning, I think this might be this might go down as one of the greatest playoff upsets and playoff runs in modern history. I can't think of another team who was knocked off Arguably the three top three favorites in the league to win the Stanley Cup. It's well, it's very glaring.
1: Didn't the LA Kings win the whole thing as, a, as an eight seed? They
0: did, yes.
1: Yeah. That's going to be up there. But yeah, you're right. This is, this is one of the best stories we've seen in the last 10 or 15 years.
0: Yeah, even the LA Kings, though. I don't think that the teams that they played, I think they knocked off the Vancouver Canucks in the first round. I don't think Vancouver – was that scary of a team when L.A. beat them. I think when you've looked at just the outlooks, the predictions, the everything, every time Dallas lines up, everyone's like, this is that they're going to get blown out. There's no way they can sustain this. Vegas is just going to roll over them. Colorado's is just too powerful. And it's just been game after game. It's like, oh, they're, they're up three to one. But even I said, I'm like, I don't trust it. And then it's game seven. It's like Colorado's just going to come out and dominate them. And they, they managed to pull it out. So if, if they can somehow win this Stanley Cup Finals, it, what what a run. Like this will go down as one of the best Stanley Cup runs ever. Would it be – here's the question. Would they be – and here's this chip on their shoulder where people just dealt them. Would they be one of the worst teams to win the Stanley Cup? <laughs> um, yeah. Yes, they would. Right? Isn't that a weird thing to say because they beat – two fantastic teams already because you wouldn't say that about the Knights or the Avalanche or the Lightning, but if they do win, it's like, man, the Stars, did they just catch fire in the bubble? Were they more prepared than every other team? What did they do differently during the quarantine? Did they just take advantage of a situation and then ride their way to a stand? And I listen, I have friends on that team. I'm good buddies with Pavelski, and I, I don't like saying this, but would they go down as one of the worst teams to win the Cup? I don't know. It's interesting. Or is there an asterisk next to their cup because they won it in quarantine and it was just such strange circumstances? We'll never know until, you know, I'm not a, a, a seer. I, I don't know the future. So it's just interesting. What are their keys to victory, Tim? We, we've done the lightning. Now let's dig into the Dallas Stars. You've given out the stats. There's, we did. We
1: said the power play. Right? That, oh,
0: that was your key. That was your that key. That was my key, yeah. You didn't, uh, I didn't give my keys yet to the power Okay, the, yeah, please indulge us. I think the keys for the Dallas Stars' victory – they need, they need, they need to get some production from those top guys. I, I think they have been just skating by on Hudobin, Heiskinen, Gurionov has been keeping them afloat, Klingbird. You need to get some production from Tyler Sagan. You need to get some production from, I know Jamie Benz had a decent playoffs. He, he, you need to get more out of them. Guys like that, have to be getting a point a game. You need to get some production from him. Cogliano, I know he's like a role player. He's got one assist in 17 games. That is not going to cut it. You need some production. Dickinson, Janmark, those guys, you can't just sit there and keep relying on Hudobin and your defensemen to make plays. Like, I don't know. I I just think if, if you have to win the cup, you have to rely on your top line to make some, make some noise. Radulov, been relatively quiet he he scored a couple big goals he scored that one overtime goal the goalie should have maybe had it but this is what that's my that's my thing you need to get some production specifically Sagan specifically Jamie Benn specifically Corey Perry like your forwards Blake Como like you guys are veteran players you need to pick it up Cogliano like give us something I know you're playing smart defensively I know you're playing really really kind of I don't want to say tentative but just careful you need to be more aggressive in the offensive zone and, and make something happen. You know, just put up a point of game, the top line. You have to because right now you're not doing it. Nobody on their team is a point of game guy. I Check that. No forward is a point of game guy right now. Heiskanen is averaging a point a game. Everybody else is under a point of game. You need to start just mixing it up a little bit because when you look at the Lightning and you look at their lineup and how they're scoring points and what are their – like, their strengths are – their top guys are producing. Kucherov, 26 points in 19 games. Braden Point, 25 points. Palat, he's almost at a point a game. Like, these guys are producing. That's what you need from your top guys. I know I'm rambling on about it, but that's, it's just – it's so glaringly obvious. you got to get points five on five. Boom. That's it. If they can do that, if, they, if their first line can score one goal a game – They'll win the series. Wow. Okay. That's my prediction. Because you know they're going to get one on the power play. All the other three lines have to pot one in. if the Dallas Stars can score three goals a game, they will be walking away as Stanley Cup champions. That's, that's their line. If they can hit three goals, easy win for them. Very, very easy. And likewise with Tampa Bay. If Tampa can hit that three-goal threshold, there's the win for them. Pretty much like a game of horse, it's the first to three. Gets the W. That's so my prediction.
1: At, let's look at the odds now. So right now, oh who do you think is favored in Vegas?
0: Well, Tampa Bay. Dallas yeah. has not been favored ever. Tampa Bay is going to be favored without a doubt. Right. So they're, they're minus
1: 180. Dallas is plus 150. So not, not like
0: a huge swing. But a huge spread. I think people are starting to wake up with Dallas a little bit. They're not going to just – I bet you Vegas has just lost their shirt a little bit with Dallas beating the last two guys, because the spreads must have been like insane for them to beat the Vegas Golden Knights. Like I, I can't imagine what it was, but. So who yeah. do you think the number one player across both teams
1: is favored to win the Conn Smythe?
0: Well, do they, I would say probably Kucherov. He's Braden Point. Braden Point is ahead of Kucherov. Yep. I guess um, Point scored more timely goals. But Kucherov has quietly gone about his business. He's got 26 points. He's a plus 15. Like, he's – I he's, don't know what else you expect from him. He's fourth. Heiskin is
1: second. Hedman's third. Kodobin's fifth. Vastolevski sixth. So yeah. So, for me, though, I think Hedman is the guy. Like, you, you look at a sheet, you see Point pointing Kucherov putting him up, and, yeah, that's important. But if you watch the game, there's no one having a bigger impact on the game, in my opinion, when he's on the ice in Victor Hedman. He just dominates. Offensively, defensively, in the neutral zone, physically, he's he's scoring big goals too. Don't forget. Yeah, he is, um, and is shutting down other players' top lines. He's he's just so so good. He's unbelievable.
0: I agree. I think he like listen. He's a, he's a big Norris defenseman. Like he's he's six six. Although the Dallas Stars have Jamie Oleski, who's six eight. Question: Will there be any fights in the Stanley Cup final? Uh no no. I don't. I mean, who's no. Who who would fight? Tampa Bay's got a few. They got our, our friend of the show, Barclay Goodrow. They have um Pat Maroon. Marine. Yeah. They have some kind of gritty defensemen. And the Dallas Stars don't really they have the Dickinson kid who can maybe chuck him. They have Perry will throw. Who? Perry Perry is not gonna fight. I guess maybe if he gets Perry when he fights, he's picks his he's very smart. If it's in a scrum, he's gonna throw some punches in and fall down. He's not gonna like trade with you. But he might, yeah, he might. Do you say no fight? I'm gonna say
1: no. I I guess like if it was a two nothing series, three nothing series, and the other team needed to get something going, maybe. But if I'm the team that's up two or three nothing, I don't I don't indulge them, right? I don't give them an opportunity to get some momentum or some swagger going. So I would say no.
0: Yeah, I I think there will be. I think it'll be the end of a game kind of situation, and someone will take a run. Like you said, Perry will slash someone on the wrist, and someone will turn around. And it'll be a, a little scrum, but it'll be a fight. It'll go down as five minutes for fighting. That's what I think. Oh, I guess. So, John, it all comes down to this. Who's okay. your pick? My pick is the Dallas Stars. And I, I know I'm being a little bit of a homer because I, I I have – I actually have connections to both teams. It's funny. We've had guys on both, both teams on the show. We sure first have. First for dropping the gloves. First Stanley Cup final where we've had – Former interviews. And maybe we should get them both on. We'll see how that works. At at the same time. At the same time. Arm wrestling. (laughs) Hey, guys. (sighs) Are you guys going to be mad at each other? Or what's going to happen on the ice? Well, they're former teammates, right? So very interesting. Um, My pick is the Dallas Stars. And this is why I I do think Sagan will pick it up. They've had a little bit of time, which is a huge, huge asset. They've had three to four days of just nothing. And I guarantee you, all they've been doing is focusing on the Tampa Bay Lightning those coaches have not watched a second of video on the New York Islanders. They've been focusing totally on the Tampa Bay Lightning and they've been talking to their team about the Tampa Bay Lightning. They've been breaking down power play penalty kill, 5 on 5 stuff, how we're going to forecheck, how Tampa Bay forechecks. That is invaluable in the playoffs for the start. The game one, they have a, such an advantage because they've had those 2 or 3 or 4 days to prepare. I don't know how long they've been off. I think 3. Because guess what? Tampa Bay went into overtime last game. They went to overtime the game before. They're exhausted. It's not like a regular playoff series where you have a four- or five-day break to jump into the Stanley Cup Finals. They play tomorrow. Like, they play tomorrow. Tampa has one-day break. They play late into the night with an overtime game. They're going to wake wake up, like, around 9 o'clock, grab some breakfast, go watch a little video. Then they, they have to turn right around and play the next day. Like, it's not like they're – they're going to have that much time to break down the Dallas stars. So I, I think the advantages of the Dallas stars, I think they'll take game one and then they'll be off to the races. They'll have some confidence. And I think Sagan will turn it around. Hudobin's going to be solid. Their defense is going to be solid. Heiskin and Klingberg make them the better defense. In my opinion, Tampa's got some good defense on the back end, but I think Dallas, you know, takes it there and, It'll be an interesting series. I, I hope it goes six or seven. I, I hope it's a competitive series, and um, hopefully, we just have some good hockey. But I'm taking the Dallas Stars. Tim, I'm taking you? the Lightning. Yeah,
1: I, I just I kid, know kid. it's a boring pick, but I can't help it. They're are the better team. I think better offense, better defense, better goaltending. They're just they're just so good. They have all the names. They have all the stars, and they're playing like it too. Like it's not just a pedigree thing. They're actually going out on the ice and delivering on it. Um, I've never seen Braden Point look this good Kucherov like you said he's not flashy he's not putting out highlight real stuff right now but he's quietly putting up like I don't know a point and a half per game in this whole tournament so um, I just don't see I mean I don't know I could be wrong I've been proven wrong by the stars before but I just really don't see how the lightning get this close rolling with this momentum gelling on all four lines getting good defense getting good goaltending and not taking this opportunity to finally get over the hump and win the cup so I uh, I think. I think. Yeah, I think the Star- uh, Lightning win and I think Headman raced the consummate.
0: It's funny you're just breakdown. I could literally go back to the last two times we did um, predictions versus the Dallas Stars and you said the exact same thing for Colorado and yeah. for the Vegas Golden Knights. They're, they're just too strong. They got a good forward group. The defensive is great. And it just, I said it too when they played the uh, Colorado <laughs> Avalanche. But then I, I changed my tune versus Vegas. I, I learned. I, I, I knew better. But I just, I'm not going to sleep on these Dallas Stars anymore. I'm really not. If, if I had any money that I could spend, I would bet on the Dallas stars just because I think they'll pull it off. I think they have the determination and is there a little thing in the back of the Tampa Bay lightning where it's like, we've been here before and we've just absolutely tanked and we're going to choke again. I don't think so. I think they got a, enough of a, a kind of a turnover of guys where they, they're not going to choke, but I don't know. Dallas stars, my pick. I think if I was a smart man, I would go with the Tampa Bay Lightning because they, like, I, like you said, they, they have the better team on paper. But, like they say, that's why you drop the puck. you got to play the game. Little, little numbers can't, uh, can't play games. It comes down to in, the intangibles, and I think Dallas has more of those by spades. So, How anyways. about
1: Pat Maroon, Stanley Cup again? Back-to-back years, different teams. Do
0: you know his nickname was Fat Maroon? <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's like – he's. He's a likable guy. He's like one of the nicest, most likable guys. Got a great story off the ice, but on the ice, man, do you dislike him? He is just such a pest. He is in your face. Um, And he's probably, he's he's yelling and chirping as much as anyone out there.
0: I don't like how he wears his visor. I'm like, just take it off. (laughs) It's not even a part of your helmet anymore. Just take it off. And it's almost like the brim of a hat. He flips it up so high. It's dangerous. It's like just take it off, man. He he's allowed to take it off. He was he was around when that rule was uh, not in there, so I don't know. Yeah, he's got a beard. Good for him. You know, good for everybody who's got a big beard. It's it's fantastic. You haven't seen that much in the playoffs. Like they didn't usually, and that's why this whole beard trend has ruined the playoff beards in hockey. It really has, because back in the day when I was playing, when you started playoffs, you did not shave. But now everybody's coming in with beards, so you don't even know. It's not even like a thing that is noticeable. You know?
1: Right. Well, it came out of the pandemic, too. So guys were just born shaving or
0: getting haircuts. Stupid hipsters, man. They ruin everything. They honestly ruin everything. If you're a hipster, take a long walk off a short pier. Get out of here, shave your face. Ruining my playoff beards. Have you seen that picture online? That's like, it's like two guys
1: sitting at a coffee shop and they're wearing like wool pants and like no shoes and overalls, like suspenders, things, and like big, thick beards. And the caption is like, hey, are these hipsters or Civil War
0: soldiers? <laughs> I haven't seen it, but uh, I agree with it. It's just too much. We've gone too far. What, what happened to the days of just a clean cut man? You know what I mean? Roll up your sleeves, do some work yeah i'm a hipster <laughs> i was watching some clip of a roast and it's they were roasting um matthew mcconaughey or it wasn't him and they're like are you upset that somewhere there is a sack not being hacked <laughs> <laughs> i said it was so funny uh it was really good but anyways yeah um if you're a hipster whatever go shave your beard and get a job it was all really right good. john anything else no, what do you you gotta go to work, Tim? It's early. I know. I know.
1: I'm gonna go to the office today.
0: You are?
1: How often you? do you go
0: in? Once or twice a week now. Yeah. You know. Anybody's got the sniffles? Uh no one's got them now. All right. There's no cases up here. Actually, checked out. There is. There is some cases, but it's you know, wear your mask, I guess.
1: That's right. So, so you? Saturday night. Saturday night, this whole thing starts. You wanna you wanna come over and watch the game with
0: me? That's tomorrow night. I have plans, actually. And oh, yeah. I do, too. Sorry. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah. Super busy not guy.
1: Saturday. Yeah, I'm not free Saturday.
0: How uh, many dates do you got lined up for Saturday? Is it, Do you just line them up every four hours, or do you just kind of all a group date, like The Bachelor? I, so people, people think you're being serious. One of my buddies
1: asked me yesterday, like, do you have a girlfriend? I'm like, no. John no, just, just like entertaining girl,
0: himself. He has girlfriends.
1: Just Little this girl. is just a one-way conversation. John cracking
0: himself up. No, you do. You have dates. I see you. I see <laughs> your your car driving around town with all kinds of girls in there. It's wild. All right, John. Hey, have a good day, John. You to Tim's friend. He had to get a station wagon for all the girls he's putting in his car. He had to get a, a big car. He's got so, right? many, so yeah. many girls. Gosh, it's a that great a, station wagon. That was a bad one. <laughs> that was a bad one. All right, everybody. Well, listen, enjoy the first game of the Stanley Cup Finals. It's very exciting. The NBA Finals is starting, I think. You know, they're, they're getting close. No. Celtics are down 2-0. Good. Good riddance to them. Bills are going to win this weekend. Anyways, I hope you have a good weekend, everybody. Cheers, and we will talk to you soon. Hey guys, thanks for listening. Make sure you're following
1: the show on Twitter at dropping underscore gloves for episode highlights, behind-the-scenes content, sneak peeks, and giveaways. Check out johnscottallstar.com slash shop for merchandise, including t-shirts, hats, hoodies, and so much more. And please, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It's so important to helping us grow so we can keep delivering the hockey content and interviews with the players you love. Thanks, and see you next time.